friends, welcome to Unleash Your Leadership. My name is Priyanka Shinde. I am a leadership coach for emerging leaders in tech. I'm a founder and a technical program management leader. I'm fascinated by people and how they integrate with the tech world. I believe every individual has a leader in the making. Often this leader is buried under the weight of expectations, fears, and self-doubt. My job is to break through those shackles and unleash your true leadership potential. I help you find your strengths, amplify your voice, and achieve breakthroughs to bring forth your leadership for the world to experience. So if you're an ambitious leader or one in the making, this podcast is for you. Remember, leadership is not a position, it is a state of mind. Hello, today I wanted to chat with you about building relationships at work and why building strong relationships is a key to success in the modern workplace. I know a lot of times it can just feel very daunting and there is always so many things that we need to do that a lot of things tend to get on the back burner or fall off our plate and there we deprioritize important work or we deprioritize ourselves because we feel like we need to do everything. Today, I really wanted to touch upon building relationships and why it is important and how you can do it without having to just go all out. Building relationships is really important and crucial, especially in today's uh, modern workplace. I feel like our workplace has evolved a lot from what it was 20 or 30 years ago. A lot of times what happened, especially in traditional workplaces, is it was very much hierarchical and very much top down. Things were also well contained within a team or so. So you had very clear priorities. And if somebody high up in the chain told a team or an individual to do something, that was considered sort of rule of law and you would could just go ahead and do it. However, if you think about it, especially in tech, more so in Silicon Valley and on the, on the West Coast here, but also just evolving workplaces, the culture is really different now. As opposed to being a totally top-down culture, a lot of it is bottoms up. And when you have a bottoms up culture, there's a lot more autonomy that folks have. Even if you're meeting in the middle with the management and what your top-down goals or objectives are for the organization, there is autonomy in choosing some of the projects or goals that a team or an individual can set. That means that a lot of people have a lot of different priorities than what your priority might be. So now, if you have to connect with people, the priorities might not always line up or it is not where you can just say, oh, so-and-so said X, Y, Z, so you need to do this for me. The other thing is on the same lines is that as technology has evolved, as new companies have come up, as new products have come up, more and more of these products are highly complex, which means having a fully self-contained, self-sufficient team is not necessarily possible especially if your organization is not a mammoth organization where you can have thousands of people in one organization working on one vertical. That means that the teams and their knowledge often gets distributed. They're specialized teams and they are distributed. So a team might do a specific area 
and then another team might be focused on a different part of the product. So now when you have multiple of these teams, there is chances that, of course, there are silos that get created, but you have to cut across these silos, which means you have to work with more people because your teams are no longer self-contained or self-sufficient. So in order for a project or a deliverable to happen, you need to talk to different people on different teams. You have a lot of dependencies with them and they might have a lot of dependencies with you. So this is where I feel the web and the communication lines have just like exponentially just blown up over the past few years or so. With this sort of change in the workplace, I feel it becomes very much important for individuals to work with people and build relationships with people in order to get work done, in order to move forward. Because really building relationships is key to the success. It's not just your own success, but it is your team's success and your organization's success as well. The other thing that's true about a lot of the modern workplace culture, especially where we talk about tech culture, uh, it's it's very fast-paced environment. There is this whole notion of move fast. We want to move, we want to test. That's very much prevalent, which means you have less time to ramp up. You have less time to just go back and forth on something and everybody is under pressure. So you want to get your things done. You also need to get your dependencies taken care of and you want all of this to happen like yesterday. So with that additional pressure, it makes it hard to build out relationships in a meaningful way. In a deep sense, it becomes very transactional or there is chances that it can become very transactional, which actually doesn't serve the purpose or the long-term goals that you or your team might have. The other things about having good relationships is that people want to see credibility. They want to know uh, that you know what you're doing and you are going to work in the interest of the organization or, or in their interest. So they want credibility. The other thing that's very important to build in relationships is trust. People are more likely to work or have relationships or have deep, strong relationships with people they trust. So trust is a key component of building your relationships. And credibility or, or having that credibility counts in forming of those relationships or the initiation of that relationships. This is why I feel like it's really important, especially in people-oriented roles like technical program management or product management, where you are going to interact with a lot of people. There is no escaping that. And you need to be able to form good relationships in order to get work done in a seamless manner or in a manner that takes less effort. Because actually having good relationships will eventually lead to more effortless work. You can think about it this way. If you put in some work and effort into building out those relationships, down the line, it will take less effort, less back and forth, less conflict or thinking about what is important or not, right? You're going to think about it and when you have trust, when you have the credibility, the other person understands that, yes, you're working in the best interest of everybody. So then you don't have to do all the explanation of all the benefits and things. So again, it takes less time. Somehow it can start becoming effortless because now you don't have to worry about the person. You're worrying about your shared goals. So really think about building relationships as a key part of what you do. 
often we find ourselves not having the time to build our relationships. It's very common. I think it's like the top two things if I would tell you is we feel like that we don't have time to build our relationships or it takes too much effort and we don't have time for that effort. Or the second is that a lot of people don't feel comfortable because they might be more introverted in nature, building relationships, or I think networking gets a bad rap a lot of times. So then it feels like, oh, this is not something that is my forte, my strength, or, you know, I, I don't want to talk to any more people. We all have Zoom fatigue for sure. Then it feels like this is not something I can do. But I want to tell you that you have to get out of that thinking. Building relationships is a key part of your job. It is as important as getting results or, or delivering on your goals. Think of building relationships as a key deliverable, a key goal that you can have or you can set for yourself or your team. So this is the first way. How can you build relationships? How can you make making it very seamless? It's through building out those relationships. Start with making it part of your goals. You can make it as simple as let me uh, talk to one new person every week. Make it specific, measurable. You need to have smart goals. Or you can say in this quarter, I want to talk to 10 people. So build out sort of stepwise incremental goals around building out those relationships as well. And I know everybody is really busy and that's why I say we have to make it part of our goals because if all of us make it part of our goals, then we are likely to put effort into it because we know that goals incentivize us. Take the effort and reach out to people. And I know it. sometimes it can be hard when, when you're working virtually, especially. So find a time that works. Maybe it's 15 minutes. doesn't have to be 30 minutes. Maybe you set up a way where it's like, can, can we do office hours? So make it part of your goals. I think that is the first and the most important thing that I would tell you and I suggest. Everything else that is part of our goals, we make an effort to get it done. We will work hard. We will work extra time. Right? We'll prioritize those things. And that is where the relationship building part falls on the back burner. So pull that into your goals and that way you can work on it. And this is why I say don't necessarily have to have big humongous goals around it. Just start with some baby steps. The second thing I want you to think about is meeting people one-on-one. -on -one. So now that you have set up goals, meet people one-on-one. -on -one and connect with them and meet them before you need something from them. So for example, when you join a new company or when you join a new team, this is the best time to form those relationships because you don't yet know what you need from them. So you're not going in with an agenda. All you're going in with is, I want to know you. I want to know you. I want to know what you do. And I want to see if, if there's something I can do. That is the best way to start building that relationship where there is no preset agenda. There is no transaction that you're thinking about. So meet as many new people as you can when you start in a new job or a role. And even if you're not in that state right now, you're not into a new role and you're in an existing role, think about the people you have not met. Or if you come across somebody new in a meeting, go afterwards and say, can I grab 15 minutes of your time? Would love to connect since we might be working together. Get to know them and have some conversations that help you to connect that are not work-related. It might be some common interests. 
And it might feel like fluff, but this is what we did when we were working in the office. We would go out for lunch with people and we would talk about things that are not work-related. Or you would grab a coffee or you would do like a one-on-one walk. The great thing about one-on-one walks is that you might talk somewhat about your work, but you might also talk about something else because it sort of frees you just being out there going through a walking motion. So try to mimic that even if you're meeting somebody virtually. And if you get opportunity, I would actually say, go meet them in real life. If both of you can make it to some place in real life, like that would be awesome. I actually did that recently. So I met with a past colleague of mine. They were really open, just like, I'm willing to come anywhere. I live in the Bay Area. So they were like, I'm willing to come anywhere. And it's not easy to go anywhere in the Bay Area. Seeing that effort that they were willing to put in, it's like, okay, yes, I'm willing to come halfway to there. So you don't have to come all the way, right? And that actually turned out to be great because we were able to connect more so on a personal level. And when you're sitting in front of each other, there's a, there's a connection that is much deeper than what you do through the screen. Even though a lot of our lives now revolve around the screen and Zoom videos and lives like this, like, oh, I would love to have like sit, have an audience in front of me and talking to myself and looking at myself or looking at the camera. It would be so much wonderful to have you all in front of me. But obviously that involves logistics and, and, and so it takes effort, right? But when you're only two people, it's a little bit easier. I, you know, this is much easier for me to do. But for two people, just meet up in real life. I met another person last week as well and I'm, I'm just loving people, meeting people in real life, go to a coffee shop and have a conversation. I know this was a little bit more common before the pandemic and uh, the whole like remote work situation, but there will be a lot of events, your team events, your org events, happy hours. A lot of people would go there. Those were important events. And now it's a little bit difficult to replicate that because a lot of times if those events are happening, half the people might be remote, I would say it is still really equivalent. It will take a little bit more effort to go into those events. If your team or somebody's organizing an event, if you can go, if you can work out the logistics, or if you can make the effort to work out the logistics because your intent has to be there, go and do those things. Again, it feels like it's an optional thing after work, but it's not. This is where you form those relationships that will actually make work easier later on. And I want everybody to think about this. So even people who might be setting up these events, of course, we want, you know, we don't want to cut into time after work or family time and things like that. So it's important to make it such that more people are likely to come. So for example, if your office requires you to come into work like one, two or three days, use those days to build out those relationships. Actually use your meeting free days to go and meet people in the office because then You're all co-located in one place and that's the best time to form these relationships. If you want to schedule events, do it on the days that more people are likely to come into office. This also brings me to the point of this whole topic about return to office and is fully remote going away or, you know, our companies being flip-floppy when they now ask us to start coming back into office. That's not the right thing. And I know that I might hold a certain opinion on it And a lot of people might have a different opinion. But the one thing that I can tell you is when you go into and meet people in real life, there's a few things. One is the relationships, which is what we are talking about today. That will really help you form those relationships, connect with them outside of the screen. 
And the other things, you know, if, especially if you're meeting, if you have offsites, if you need to make big decisions, if if you just need people and have that collective brainstorm, much easier to do it in person. So even if you're not going into work like five days a week, which I know may not necessarily happen, whatever days you're mandated to return, utilize them to do these other things that will eventually help with your goals. Grab the opportunity to help out whoever you're meeting. So as you form these connections through your one-on-ones, through your team events, whether you're new, whether you're existing in, in a team or a company, stay connected with them and seek opportunities where you might be able to help them. And again, helping them doesn't mean that you have to do something really special or like give an extra time or work the weekends or something. That's not what I mean. But just figure out, is there something they needed that you can quickly share? Or maybe you can connect them with somebody who who might be able to help them. So when you are openly willing to help them, I'm sure they will be very thankful for it. They will return the favor someday. But again, don't go in with the idea of like, oh, I'm going to help them so that I can get a favor from them. That negates the whole point. But seek out, you know, you you have your own perspectives the knowledge that you have. Maybe you have a view into an area that they don't have that view. Share that information with them. Maybe you know somebody who can really help them solve a problem that they're dealing with. And again, it doesn't have to be a work problem. It could be something else. Just connect them and they will always be thankful for it. And that's why I say these these meetings and these relationship forming needs to happen before you ever need to really work together on something. And finally, I think a big part of relationships is having empathy. Like I said, we are all moving in this like fast culture where we have a lot of work and there's a lot of pressure to perform. So everybody's trying to fend for themselves. When you go into a relationship, it is then important because you now have another person to think about. And it's important to understand what are their motivations, what are their beliefs, what is driving them, what scares them, what worries them. When you understand other people's emotions and you're able to identify with it, you are able to form more real connections, which are beyond the transactional world. So have empathy for them, especially when you start working on a project and you have dependencies on another team. This is where it gets really hard because you want the team to do your work, but that team might have 10 other dependencies. They have their own different priorities or own different goals that somebody has set for them and they need to perform on that. Might be an individual, might be a team. So understand the full landscape of what they are dealing with. This will help you figure out, okay, what's the best way to work together on something? Your understanding and empathy will also enable them to do the same thing for you. And this is how we reach win-win situations. Because when both parties are thinking about each other and how we can help out each other so that we can both get a win-win out of this, that's when things go great. That's when you reduce conflicts, you reduce arguments. And this is where the effort pays off. The effort that you put in initially to know the person pays off when you actually start need to working together. I hope that you will put in that effort. You will set goals this year to build out those relationships. There was a recent study that came out that having warm relationships or strong relationships is a key piece to happiness. 
when they talk about relationships, it was about all different types of relationships, in your personal life, in your work life. While I'm talking about work life today, think about it. It's a major part of your day, right? You're spending eight, 10 hours working with your colleagues in your workplace. Those relationships are equally important to your happiness, equally important to your job satisfaction. I can tell you that places where I was able to form deep connections were the places I still remember with fondness. I still reach out to those people from time to time and talk to them, even if I worked with them 10 years ago. It always makes me smile when I think about them. And I always have positive feelings when I come out of a good conversation. And that positivity then radiates into the rest of my work. Be authentic, be genuine with these people. All of us need that. I think we all need a lot of it. We need warm relationships. We need authenticity to to really thrive in the workplace. Building these relationships is not just about success. It's about helping you thrive in whatever you're doing. With that, I will see you again next time with another topic. If you have questions, I would love to hear them. If you have any suggestions on future topics, feel free to reach out. See you all soon. Thank you for tuning in. I can't wait to reconnect with you next week on another episode of Unleash Your Leadership. My name is Priyanka Shinde and I encourage you to tap into your full self to create a fulfilling work life. And if you know someone who has a leader in the waiting, share this podcast with them. Connect with me for more information, tips on leadership, tech and more. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, share and comment. I would love to hear from you.